What's happening? Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, coming at you today to talk about how to handle your insecurities. And an insecurity, basically in its simplest form, is really just a problem. And it's a problem that you have with yourself that makes you unhappy. Okay? To handle that problem, there are four things. It's really simple. Okay? You can deal with it by denial. You can deal with it by self-hatred. You can deal with it by acceptance. And you can deal with it by creating a solution. So I'm going to break down for you exactly how that looks and, of course, what I think are the best methods for dealing with whatever insecurity you have. So first one is denial, which is resistance. It happens when you argue with reality, okay, and it's denying that you have a problem and getting it angry at anyone that points out that you have a problem. Or even worse, blaming someone else for something that you did to yourself, okay. Uh, for example, if you're overweight and you and you refuse to admit it and you get angry with other people for trying to point out your problem, or even worse, you blame other people for why you're overweight, you know, whether it's McDonald's or society or whoever, you are in serious, serious denial. And that is a terrible way to handle uh, your insecurities. The next option is self-hatred, another terrible option, okay? Self-hatred or self-pity is, is a horrible way to respond to a problem, but as opposed to uh, denial and resistance, you at least recognize that there is a problem. So in a way, it's actually better than denial because at least you know that you have a problem and maybe there's a part of you that wants to change, whereas in denial, it's everyone else's problem but yours and it doesn't exist, okay? Uh, Self-hatred would be, okay, using the same example of being overweight, is you hate yourself for it and your self-talk is a constant barrage of I'm fat and I'm fat uh, because I'm weak and lazy and that makes me garbage and I'm a piece of shit because I'm fat and it's just this circular logic of self-hatred and there's some self-pity in there and this is a very bad way to deal with, um, you know, any of your insecurities. Okay, the next option is acceptance, which is now we're getting into better options here. Acceptance is a better response um, than resistance or self-hatred for sure, especially in terms of problems that are outside of your control, like your height, for example. Okay, when I was in when I started high school, I was five foot two and really small for my age in grade nine. But I wanted to be by the end of high school, I wanted to be six four. Well, I made it to 5'10". I didn't make it 6'4". I made it to 5'10". And by the end of high school, I accepted, well, I'm not growing anymore. That's how things are. But I was, I, I, I flipped it to that. I just accepted it and I was happy that I wasn't 5'2". Because I stayed from like 5'2 to 5'3 all until the summer of grade 10 and 11. And then I grew like 8 inches in one summer. And thank God I did. Um... But then I just accepted I wasn't growing and, and that was it. You know, I'm an average height guy and that's how it's going to be. Uh, but let's say we take that example again of being overweight. And you're overweight, but being overweight is not a big deal to you, okay? Maybe you've got a couple extra pounds. And you accept and love yourself despite carrying a few extra pounds. This is actually a really good way to deal with your insecurities. Especially ones that you can't change, okay? If you're saying... If it's your height or something like that, that's a really good way to deal with your insecurities. Uh, if it's just a couple pounds overweight, that can also be a good way to deal with your insecurities because to be honest, 10 pounds overweight, that's not going to cause you any health problems. It's not a big deal. You get to eat a bit more. I mean, you're not watching every calorie and 
as long as it's not a you know making you look terrible or affecting your health, this this is not a big deal. Okay, and and just accepting that, like I I don't really want to change that. It's not a big deal. It's perfectly fine. Okay. So acceptance is a really good method for dealing with things you can't control, and it's a good method for dealing with things that are not too much of a big deal, but it has its limitations. Okay, like modern society, and and you know we've got these army of armchair psychologists promotes ex, you know acceptance of yourself no matter what, loving who you are. Don't shame me for this and that, and this is a good thing, but. When you're not getting the results you want, it is not a good thing, okay? Mainstream dating advice will tell you that don't don't worry about being overweight. If you just accept yourself and love yourself for who you are, then you'll find a girlfriend who loves you for who you are. And people that care about looks is superficial. This is terrible, terrible advice, okay? That's not how it works. The reality is you're going to significantly increase the probability of getting a good girlfriend by being in shape. Significantly, Okay? And your insecurity is telling you this. Your insecurity is telling you, I'm overweight and it's a problem. And that's not a bad thing, okay? It's a good thing to be able to recognize reality and when you have a problem, okay? If you're saying, I'm 100 pounds overweight and I want a girlfriend, then accepting being overweight is not the solution, okay? Your insecurity is telling you to go out there and compete, to go out and get the resources you need like food and money and women, and that is a good thing. Because if you don't have money to pay the rent, you have a real problem. If you have no women in your life, you have a problem. If you're physically unhealthy and unkempt, you have a problem. Okay? These are all bad things. These are all problems that need to be solved. And not solved by just saying, this is who I am and I can't change it and I accept and, and love myself for it. Well, no, you actually can change it. Okay? And the truth is, a good part of life is competition. Competition for resources, competition for women, competition for status, for clients. There's not an area of life that is not touched by competition. And when you're not doing well, that voice of insecurity is not your enemy, okay? It's your friend telling you, look, we need to get out there and take what's what's ours because we have some real problems right here and these fucking problems need to get dealt with, okay? Forget acceptance when you're getting your ass handed to you in the game of life, okay? You need to compete until that pain point is solved, Compete until you're secure in that area, like accepting yourself or doing some law of attraction stuff when you don't have money is not the move. You compete until money is comfortable. You're going to feel insecure about money until you have enough money to live comfortably and have a strong safety net. That's, that's, That's a fact of life, okay? So you need to compete until you're secure and, you know... If you want the good things in life, you have to compete until you're you're in shape and you're stylish and you're able to have the game to get the girls you want and the money and all, all those things, okay? you If you want those things, and many of those things are not wants, they're needs, right? Food, clothing, shelter, all that stuff are needs, then you need to solve the actual problem, okay? And the solution method for handling your insecurities is my favorite method, and it is the best method, in my opinion. And what it means is really just solving the problem, okay? And for every problem that's within your control, okay? For something like, again, height or other things like age, well, those are things you just have to accept. But for things within your control, the solution method is almost, almost always the absolute best method. Okay, from money to fitness to women to style to lifestyle, 
the solution-based approach is the best approach. And it's really what my entire site is devoted to. Like you have a problem, here's the solution. And the solution is in some form of how-to article or video. All right, it's that simple. And applied across your life, this means maxing yourself out in your wealth, health, relationships, and lifestyle. In fact, maxing yourself out is, is really the most logical thing you can do when it comes to enjoying your life because why wouldn't you why wouldn't you want to get to live life the best way that you can? Why wouldn't you want to max yourself in those areas? Like logically, it just makes sense to apply the solution method um, because what, you know, compared to self-hatred and denial, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a no-brainer, okay? And it really is that simple. So denial and self-hatred you avoid. You accept the things that you can't change. Sol and, and solve the things that you can change, okay? Now, that's easier said than done sometimes, but it really is just a matter of consistency, okay? You know, you, if you're used to being in a pattern of self-hatred, you might have to reframe those three, those thoughts a hundred times or, or a thousand times a day, or, you know, you might have to go to the the gym two or three times a week for the next three years to get your, your body solved, but that's what you have to do. And along that Along that path to the solution, you know, before you have the solution, you might not be 100% out of that self-hatred, but you can at least say, well, we're working on the solution. Okay, you're doing that reframe of we're, we're getting the solution together, we're working on it, and you can feel like, okay, maybe I don't have that insecurity handled right now, but it's going to be handled, okay? And your life becomes so much better when you get those things handled. I'm talking about someone who, who at, at one point, was very skinny, did not have money, did not have, you know, women. And, and the difference between not having those things and having those things is huge, okay? Your insecurity, that, that voice in your head stops. You know, it's, it, it stops attacking you. You stop getting that anxiety. You stop getting that self-hatred when you actually have the thing taken care of, when you actually have solved it, okay? It really, really does make a difference. So those are the four methods. Now, the last thing I want to cover is just sort of troubleshooting and how to um, apply all this stuff to reality. So the first thing about troubleshooting is insecurity as an insult. So again, we go back to modern society and this army of armchair psychologists where everyone and their mother in the comment section, on YouTube, in their articles, in day-to-day -day conversation, in you know conversation in universities... Everyone's an armchair psychologist. Oh, this person's bipolar. This person's NPD. You're projecting all these different facets of psychology that have waded into our culture and that are being thrown around by people who have no designation in psychology whatsoever, no personal practice in psychology, and they're thrown around like they are a science when in reality the DSM is constantly morphing and constantly changing what a disorder is and and, and what's not a disorder, okay? It's not like diabetes where you have diabetes and there's a consistent set of symptoms. You have psychology where it's it's a constant, you know, the DSM is constantly shifting and one psychologist will give you a different opinion than the one next door, okay? So one of the things that people throw around a lot is insecurity. It's, and and as an insult, it's it's always a bullshit insult because Really what the person's trying to do, if someone's calling you insecure, is trying to cause you pain. And it's almost always because they feel inferior to you. 
So they are trying to say, you're insecure, you're projecting. You see this a lot with a lot of successful people, okay? Um, and you'll see it where, you know, sometimes the person might say, you're insecure or I feel sorry for you. In reality, they don't. They don't want you to get help. They just want to cause you pain. Because if you feel sorry for someone, you don't actually tell them that. If you see someone who's insecure or who you think is insecure, you don't actually say that unless you want to cause them pain. So if someone's using insecurity as an insult, it's usually um, because you're causing them pain in some way. And a lot of the time it will be because of you aggressively pursuing solutions in your life. You know, getting things handled, walking around with confidence, um, not apologizing for your existence can cause some people to uh, be triggered by that, okay? And you'll see this uh, with famous people, right? They'll, they'll talk about Donald Trump is insecure or Conor McGregor is insecure, Dan Bilzerian is insecure. But in reality, if those guys are insecure, what does a secure person look like? Like, to me, it's, it's, they're just, those guys are just competitive on a high level, right? They're solution oriented on everything and, and everything can become a problem and they want that constant attention and they want all that stuff because their solution to stuff is just, aggressive competition, right? You could you could almost reframe the solution-based method of handling insecurities as the same thing as competition, right? People who are dying to compete and win are are just heavy they're just creating a really um, strong solution to that particular problem. Okay? Uh, to me the guy who really is insecure is the guy who looks like he's insecure. He's walking around, he's got his head down, he has no confidence. He can't speak up for himself, right? Donald Trump is not the insecure guy. He's just handled things in such a solution-oriented way that other people can't actually understand that. They can't see, or Conor McGregor, or one of these other guys, that people will aggressively attack that because they can't understand the reality of like, no, that guy just really has reframed so much of his mind and so it's and is so aggressive in pursuing those solutions that they can't see that beyond oh he's insecure and he's he's projecting in my opinion okay they've those guys just they everyone has problems but they just chose to compete instead of denying reality or accepting their lot in life right you know the, the guy who just accepts everything and accepts sort of mediocrity to me i mean and holding him up as the pinnacle as opposed to the guy who's really successful and saying the really the guy who's really successful is insecure is 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 completely backwards okay and this you can see this a lot in the mentality of again everyone's the armchair psychologist so the guy with a really nice sports car must be compensating for having a small dick right he must have a small dick because he has to compensate by getting that nice sports car maybe he just worked really hard at life and likes making a lot of money because money makes your life better and likes having a flashy car because it's the car you wanted as a kid and it's fun to drive and it looks great and girls love it. Like, maybe that's what it's actually about. Like, I was on a date with a Western girl here in Thailand and some guy drove by on this gorgeous Ducati, you know, big bike, super bike. And the first words out of her mouth was, that's a nice bike, but that guy must must have a small dick. He must be really insecure with himself. And I was like, what? Okay, he's driving a Ducati that goes, fuck, I don't know, 300 kilometers an hour in Thailand, the most dangerous place to, to drive. 
And to me, that doesn't speak like an insecure person. That speaks like someone who has confidence in their mastery of the bike. It's someone who is not afraid to put themselves out there, put themselves on display, let people look, let people judge them because that's what people do when you're confident. Okay, that is not insecurity. Insecurity is the guy who walks with his head down and who is in that self-hatred and that self-pity trap, okay? So this is very important to understand these, all these armchair psychologists and, the, and they promote this idea of reasonable happiness and this, this mediocre life. And if you reach too far above that, you're just insecurity, you're just insecure and you're compensating. I say, forget all that, okay? Aggressively pursuing solutions to problems is an awesome way to live, okay? Making a lot of money is great. Getting the best girls you can feels great. Um, being able to provide for your family feels great. Like, you know, having massive success, I mean, I would, I would imagine feels terrific. Like, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, aggressively solve those problems, okay? And don't let insecurity as an insult hold you down from massive success in pursuing what you want in life, okay? So that's the first thing. The second thing about troubleshooting and, and making and putting this into practice is, is getting comfortable, okay? So being comfortable in life is good, but you never want to get too comfortable, okay? You don't want to be full and fat all the time, all right? The worst thing that happens to a pro boxer a lot of the time is winning the, the heavyweight championship because then he immediately forgets what got him there. He's girls and drugs and partying and he's getting fat and he's, he's not going to camp like he used to and then he gets knocked out once and it gets knocked out again and, and, and then it's over, okay? So insecurity is not always a bad thing. It is, it is not always a bad thing to stay hungry, okay? You always wanna stay a little bit hungry, okay? Like if I start putting on a few pounds, like you can see my face right now, time to cut, right? If I make less money than I did the month before, okay, what went, what, what went wrong there? How do I get that up to the higher level, okay? It's, it's always about, I'm not gonna let, um, you know, I'm not gonna indulge in securities and I'm not gonna live like that and I'm gonna focus on the solutions of the problem, but having a little bit of an insecurity or having a little bit of anxiety about something is a good thing. Okay, like I said, insecurity can be your friend. It can be a warning sign, right? It can be a warning sign of something you have to change. So that's something to get to keep in mind is not to get too comfortable and not to try and be like, okay, I'm gonna completely live without any insecurity. No, you know, never get too comfortable, all right? And the third thing is making sure that um, your mindset's in accordance with reality. And this, this specifically applies to guys who are solution-oriented, uh, guys who tend to be more on the perfectionist side, um, guys like me who I've, I often fall into the trap of, or in the past of, of going all the way to the other side, okay? And you really have to stay in touch with the reality and that means that you have to shift your mindset to account for your new reality. Okay, so if you're a skinny guy in high school and then you put on a lot of weight, a lot of muscle, a lot of guys will still feel like that skinny guy and that they're not big enough. When you have to, you have to shift your mindset to it. Like, okay, actually compared to the majority of the population, I'm, I'm quite fit. I'm doing well, all right? And 
But what happens is a lot of guys don't have that healthy balance. So this is just an example there. There is body dysmorphia for girls who fall into anorexia and there's body dysmorphia for guys who never feel like they're big enough. Okay. If you heard about the death of Rich Piana, um, body, uh, body dysmorphia killed Rich Piana. Okay. Rich Piana was 320 pounds of solid steel. And I watched a video on him when he was cutting down from 320 to something like 290. And he admitted on camera that he feels small, that he feels body dysmorphia because he's literally comparing himself to like the biggest guys in the world. Like guys like the mountain who, you know, he worked out with on the guy who plays the mountain on game of Thrones. That's who he's comparing himself to. Right. So he's six, two or whatever. He's comparing himself to guys who are six, eight, who are like three seventy or something ridiculous. Like, you know, maybe 300 other guys that are bigger than him in the world. And he's comparing himself to those guys because in his mind, it's never big enough. And that's what pushed him to use all those, all the drugs and eventually his heart to stop. Okay. And no disrespect to Rich Piana. I, I like that guy. Um, you know, he lived how he wanted to live, but that, that, that reality testing where if, if he'd been able to reframe to look, well, I'm actually huge. I can actually lose, you know, 70 pounds and still be a big in shape dude. Um, you know, could have given him another 30 years on the planet, okay? Like, it, it really is that serious. So when you are aggressively pursuing the solution-based mindset, make sure to, to also be pursuing the reframes that come with that, okay? You know, oh, I am making good money right now, so I can start to enjoy that, and I don't always have to make more, or I'm in shape now, or I'm getting more girls now, right? So it's being able to enjoy and accept, like, I've actually solved that problem. Or I've solved it, you know, 90, 95% of, of where I want it to be. And I can enjoy that accordingly. All right. So that's very important. So I'd say it in quick, in quick summary here, insecurity is a problem you have with yourself. Uh, denial, self-hatred, acceptance, and solutions are the way to deal with it. Denial and self-hatred are bad choices. Acceptance is a good choice for things you can't change. Solution is the best choice for things that are within your control. Uh, ignore the haters who use insecurity as an insult. They're probably just um, jealous or triggered by you in some way. Never get too comfortable. Little insecurity is a good thing to keep you on your toes. And make sure your solutions are reality tested and that you are shifting your mind frame to uh, accommodate your new reality and your new solution to whatever problem or insecurity that you have. And that's it. So let me know what you think. I hope you found that useful. As always, check me out revolutionarylifestyledesign.com. You can check out the full article for all of the, the notes and uh, for your reference points. And as always, I wish you all the best in your personal development journey.